From WBZ Chicago and False Tranquility, this is Pleasure Town. Around the turn of last century, a group of folk built their dream, a town where happiness was the main objective. But, as history shown, war is always coming. So run like hell and join us as we expose the true character of Pleasure Town. Pretty sure I know the answer to this, Claude, but do you miss your family? Depends on what you mean by family. Those folks in Mississippi who raised me from time to time. But if you're asking about the people in Pleasure Town, every damn day. Yeah, that's what I thought. What about you? The same, except for my dad. I mean, the person, we had issues, but the concept of a father... That I miss. Now I can count on one hand the times that he hugged me, but those embraces, well, I still feel them now. <laughs> Fathers can be like that, stone-faced until the end. When you get those moments of tenderness, well, they mean the world. What can I do for you, ma'am? Bolger, is it? Yes, well, I was told that if you need any kind of knick-knack or necessity, this is the place to go. Bolger's necessities ain't just a name. Take a look around. Let me know if you see something you like. Now, I mean no offense. It's a lovely store, really. But the shelves all seem a little... sparse. Well, ma'am, truth is I lost my best supplier a few years back. Skipped town without warning or something, because I ain't never heard from him since. Oh, that's too bad. So hard to find good help. But we still buy used goods from the townspeople if you're ever looking to sell something. We take it all, no matter the condition. No questions asked. A shame I don't have much to sell these days. That is not an uncommon problem, I'm afraid. Town is on a decline. Well, nothing lasts forever. Just as pleasure itself is fleeting, I suppose so too is Pleasure Town. 
The way I see it, a community is like a family. You start out together, your bonds close. Mother, father, sister, brother. It's just this happy tribe. And then, well, things get complicated. They always do, don't they? Different wants, different dreams. And that happy family starts to feel the wedge. Over time, it grows and pries them apart. Mother goes one way, father another. Sister is over there, brother is right here. Well, we, we still have a nice selection of tea sets and ladies wear, if that's of interest to you, ma'am. Do you have family, Bulger? My business is my family. Any passion I would have had for a woman was put into this place. Admirable, but everyone comes from someone. What about your parents? You shopping for goods or you shopping for information, Miss... Gracie. My name is Gracie. Huh. What is it? What? Oh, it's nothing. Haven't seen you around town before, Miss Gracie. I've lived here for some time now, but I'm afraid I've been just terrible at socializing. I'm such a shut-in. You know how us old maids can be. I thought it's far time I get to know my neighbors. Well, that's an old-fashioned value. I'm glad to see you still alive. To answer your question, I lived here with my mother before she passed. I'm so sorry. May I ask, how did she pass? She drowned in the river. Oh, Murray. I take it you were close. She was my life, along with the store. Father left when I was young. So it was just us two scraping together whatever necessities we could. How awful. But I'm sure if she were here, she'd tell you how fortunate she was to have a son like you. She showed it in her own way when she could. In those moments when she had her wits about her. How have you felt in the time since her passing? Superfluous. Superfluous? Like I said, besides the store, she was my life. What does a man do when he's got no purpose anymore? Perhaps he finds a new purpose. Hard to find the motivation these days. Besides, not sure I deserve much. I ain't no saint. I haven't lived the most selfless life. Probably best if I just sit on the sidelines and wait it out. Now, Bulger, that is a depressing thought. And if you keep thinking these depressing thoughts, you'll always be depressed. What, so you recommend I should just start thinking happy thoughts? Like sunshine and sarsaparilla? If you think that'll work, then you're as loony as Angie, the schoolteacher. That kook thinks she can see the future. Say what you want, but I think you're a good person. You were a good son to your mother. Is it altruism if it's an obligation? I mean, what choice did I have? Take care of her, or watch her become more and more brittle until she finally crumbled to pieces? You did have a choice. And you chose to be a good person. But she died. We all die. And those of us who spend our earthly time in perpetual pursuit usually die sooner. 
Why is that? Because when we are constantly in search of what's around the bend, we become blind to the darkness within ourselves. So, Gracie, what's your story? You got family? I've lived my life largely as a misanthrope. So I have little family, whether by blood or bond, to name. But I do have a father. <laughs> He's a wicked man. I'd rather not waste much breath on him. Frankly, he doesn't deserve what little breath I feel I have left. Then I won't pry no more. So, seeing you're in Pleasure Town, what's your pleasure? Why, shopping. And I believe I see a lady's coat I'd like to try on. The fur with a black collar, please. Changing rooms on your left. Sintamani, I have lived a villainous life. I have made deception and manipulation my trade. But if I can be granted one kindness, one last wish before you take my dying breath as yours, please grant my brother, Bolter, protection from harm. Make sure no man will extinguish his soul. I want him to die old and at peace and work out for you, ma'am? Seems a bit of an ill fit, I must say. I'll hang it up for you. You all right, Miss Gracie? You look mighty tired. Yes, well, I have been quite busy today. Perhaps I shall go home and rest. You do that. And Miss Gracie, it was real nice talking to you. Glad we had a chance to meet. Likewise. Pleasure Town will return in a moment.
It's funny. Adrienne? What we perceive as inevitable. Is it really you? The things we hold as certain are often just fears that we've turned to stone. How did you... And we feel that fear and all the weight that we've given to it and we think... I thought you were dead. We believe there's no possibility that it will not come to be. I wrote to you. And that false certainty pulls us down until our hope is crushed. I searched for you. And then there are the real certainties. Pieces of immovable future. Adrienne. We feel them. We know they are coming. And yet we avert our minds and move forward. Tell me where you've been. Hiding. From whom? From everyone. We killed to get the stone. I figured others would as well. So I took a page from your book and asked the stone for a new appearance. That doesn't explain why you didn't come to me as soon as I arrived. What happened to you? Mother fell victim to her fears. Her certainty was false. Do not speak of things you do not know. I know better than you, Father. How? The stone. You have the stone? I did. And I took from it just as much as it took from me. You did? You don't have it now? No. You lost it? Not exactly. Why? How? I can feel your anger. The stone opens one up to the energies of the world. Time, emotion, a floodgate of sensation we've trained ourselves to ignore. Adrienne, my dear, I need you to tell me everything that transpired since you arrived. I fear that... I know what you fear. And you are more wrong than you are right. And I will only push you over the edge. Can't be avoided. Might as well march on. As I traveled here, my thoughts did turn to betraying you. If I could find the stone, then why would I need you? What did you offer that the stone could not replace? How dare you! But when I found the stone, when I held it, in my hands. Those thoughts vanished. I couldn't take this from you. I could not betray you in that way. So what happened? Mother. Warren killed her. No. And I will stop at nothing. No, father. Goldie killed herself. How do you know? The stone. I felt her through it. After her death, I knew she was there. So I wished for her to be revealed to me. And there we were. Mother and daughter, straddling the veil of mortality, but fully embraced. Is she... Is she still here? No. But I hold... All of her in me. When we touched, her memories became mine. I saw all that she was. Her hopes and her regrets. And through her, I found you as well. Not the man you were to me. 
not my father, the true Alvin Pilfer. And that is when I became afraid and hid from you. And what was so damn frightening about me that you had to hide? Uh, but I... I knew there was only one request left in me. I had to make it count. Perhaps we deserved our fate. A simple reckoning for our deeds. Our immovable future. This isn't you. This is a vision. Warren has begun to corrupt my mind. Test the water if you will, father. I am your daughter, and I am speaking to you in truth. If Warren can make me see and hear you, he could cloud my divinations. I couldn't trust them any more than I can trust you now. <laughs> your tricks are weak, Featherbone. I won't be here much longer. Good! You only serve to remind me how much I miss the true Adrienne. The payment for my final request is due. Go ahead. Tell me your lies, so that I may know of your futile strategy. Mother is lost. You are lost. I am lost as well. But there was still hope for our family. You can remove this vision, Featherbone. I am not swayed by it. How cheap and petty, using my love for my daughter. You must be desperate. You must be consumed by fear. Either that, or you have made the foolish mistake of underestimating my resolve. I have suffered your interference and paltry trickery enough. Hear me, Featherbone. Tomorrow the sun will not set before I wipe you from this world. I will destroy whatever is left of your being. I will, as you so deftly put it, erase you from death, from time. You will be no more. Pleasure Town will return in a moment. Do you know how they died? I... I do. Mom passed in childbirth, and... My father, he wasn't meant to live without her. How about you? I, uh... I haven't had the heart to find out. I know it's there. I know I can look back at that moment from Death's Perch. But I just can't bring myself to do it. You're a stronger man than I. When you left, you left. Whereas I leave parts of myself everywhere I go. 
Well, I do that too, but... We get it, Claude. You were popular with the ladies. Very, very popular. Just want to make sure we had that established. This is Emily Modaf. I'm the associate producer of Pleasure Town, and I wanted to thank you for coming back and listening to this episode. Our next episode is the finale of season two. As the old saying goes, time flies when you're putting out bi-monthly episodes of a fictional podcast. If you like what you heard this week, it would be awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Or you can let us know via social media because we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Instagram handle is Pleasure Town Show, and our Twitter handle is Pleasure Town OK. Some good news, we're bringing back our write an episode contest, so if that's something you're interested in, you can find all the details on our website, www.pleasuretownshow.com, and it's under the Join the Story tab. Thank you once again for listening, and thank you to the team who made this episode possible. This episode of Pleasure Town was written by Aaron Cahoe and Keith Ecker and performed by Michaela Petro, Dan Kerr, and Trevor Dawkins. Editorial oversight by Joe Dassault, with assistance from Robert Anderson and Justin Bull. Our executive producers are Keith Ecker and Aaron Cahoe. Our associate producer is me, Emily Modaf, and our interns are Joe Courtney, Brady Guy, Colin Wright, and Lizzie Seidenstricker, a floodgate of sensation we've trained ourselves to ignore. Original music was composed and performed by River Rising's Megan Diger and Tim Hazen and engineered by Colin Ashmead Bobbitt. Pleasure Town is a part of the WBEZ Podcast Network. Discover more excellent shows at wbez.org slash podcasts. Pleasure Town is an ever-growing interactive narrative which relies on your creativity, your imagination, and especially your voice to expand the legend. Find out how you can join the story at pleasuretownshow.com. 